Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 667 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Justin. And he writes, Hello, I'm currently subscribed to the Pedal Virtuoso course. My materials for the week usually arrive on Wednesdays around 11.30 a.m. local time, but for some reason I didn't receive my materials for week 5, not in either my inbox or my spam folder. Could you arrange to have it sent? I've been enjoying the course. I'm an advanced organist, but in all my years of studying and playing, none of my teachers has ever taught pedal scales or arpeggios. So I'm grateful that this material is filling in that gap. Thanks and all the best, Justin. First of all, of course, I sent uh, Justin the material, missing material, and the problem was with the uh, autoresponder service that I'm using, uh, I looked up, everything was set up okay except one uh, one specific week five. And after week week six, week five, there is week six, seven, eight, and etc. Et and they were scheduled correctly. But, but since week five was not specified to to go on a certain day, then week six also wouldn't get sent up, sent out, you see, so I fixed that mistake. Does it make sense? Yes, I guess so. <laughs> That's a little bit technical talk. Um, and I'm not a really technical person. In some areas you are. I could, you know, hunt parallel fifths and octaves. Yeah, that's also technical. So, he's taking, uh, Justin is taking pedal virtuoso course. Well, actually, it's a very nice message. Actually, you know, I was really glad to hear from somebody who is an advanced organist and still can find, you know, useful our materials from a total organist. This specific course could really be helpful to advanced organists as well because we start with C major scale and C major scale is not the easiest one to to play even if you're experienced uh, organist, right? You have to you have to really develop flexibility of an ankle, and that's not always the case with organists. Yes, and actually this is, you know, that C major skill is very deceitful because even on the piano it's not the easiest skill to play, actually. Because, you know, often people just avoid the black keys thinking that we are a real troublemaker, but actually it's not. 
usually the white keys gives more trouble. Correct. Of course, if there are too many black keys, then then you can you can get lost in the keyboard. But what if you have one or two? Those two black keys give you sense of uh, direction, and also because if you look at your hand, your palm, let's say, your first finger is l lower than the rest of them, so so it is it feels natural to play uh, sharps on some occasions. Because Be when you can use your thumb, you know, closer to the black keys, yes. Yes, you place your thumb on a white key and, let's say, the second finger on the sharp key. Okay. Yes, and now, you know, just a funny thought came to my mind. I thought about uh, Bach's prelude uh, in D major, <laughs> which opens with that pedal line scale. Yes. And yes. I thought, what good joke it would be to transpose it and to play it in C major? Would it be easier or harder? What do you think? With with baroque pedaling, probably easier, probably easier, because all the white keys. Um, remember, the feet are not exactly shaped like like your fingers, so. It's it's a little bit um, easier to play on the white keys, although one or two doesn't hurt also. Well, thanks for explaining me that feet are feet are not exactly <laughs> as my hands. I I was kind of confused about that. Thanks for clarifying it to me. I wasn't uh, keeping you in mind in this specific example, but maybe some people could relate. Yeah, so I'm wondering maybe I should learn that D major prelude and fugue. I have played it, you know, a while ago, but maybe I need to play it in C major and it will be easier. That particular scale would be easier, but what about the rest of the prelude? Well, <laughs> I'm not sure. I need to look into it. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah. Difficult... Uh, Scales and arpeggios in this in this course are very helpful in developing uh, perfect uh, pedal technique. Uh, but if you are talking about uh, BWV 532, D major prelude and fugue, this opening, a lot of people are still using modern pedaling to play this passage. I know. You know that? Yes, I know that. With heels. Too bad. But uh, it's no weird choice. What can we do? Yeah, even concerts organists and a lot of experts on... on um, uh, very famous organists on YouTube, for example, use heels, whereas, whereas Baroque pedaling could be... Very, very simple for this passage. Left, left, right, left, right, left, right, right. Yes, I guess these, you know, virtuoso organists, concert organists, as you call them, you know, we probably haven't played the real Baroque organ. Real Baroque pedal board, yes. also flat yes. pedal board. 
Because I just can't imagine using heels on real original Baroque organ. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you have, let's say, arterial disposal radiating uh, AGO specification based um, pedal board uh, with the sides of the of the pedal board going upward, right? It's it's completely different feeling than than the flat pedal board that you see in baroque um, instruments, and in in a lot of cases in in romantic instruments as well, in Lithuania, for example, in village churches, right? Yes, that's right. A modern pedal board wasn't uh, standard, uh, standardized uh, probably up until 20th century. There's many things actually. It wasn't standardized uh, no, until that time. There's tuning, for example. Yes, tuning pitch. Um, a lot of instruments were either a little bit higher or, or lower than concert pitch A440. So music had more colors. A lot of instruments had uh, temperament different from equal temperament of today's piano. So you could modulate too many different keys and still feel the difference between the keys. That's right. What do you think about um, people who don't like exercises and scales and arpeggios? Would they benefit from this course or would, would it would be counterproductive? I think everybody would benefit from it, but you know, that's just a question of personal choice. Yeah, some people prefer playing repertoire straight away. Yes, that's right. And it's okay, it's, you know, if exercises are, you know, exhausting you or killing you, then why bother? If you are good at what you are doing. And, and on the contrary, there are people that I even know personally who uh, refrain from, from playing repertoire unless they can play exercises. For a long time, you know, it, it, they could practice exercises for weeks and months. I guess probably for those people, simply exercises, you know, it's like a therapy, like sort some sort of meditation. Don't you think so? Yeah, because let's say in this course, you get one set of exercises every week. And if you learn one exercise per day, you get kind of sense of accomplishment. Sure, and I guess, you know, it's it's up to up to each person, you know, to find her or his own way, what really works. Yeah. Some people play hymns instead of repertoire or exercises. They're not interested. In Which is also, you know, perfectly normal because hymns are fun to play and we are, you know, Actually, really pleasing, no, even musically. I found that using hymns in uh, organ demonstrations is really, really fun, both for the performer 
and uh, hopefully for the listener too. Yes, especially you know if you grew up in a church and you know certain hymns are really you know deep under your skin. Yeah. And it really appeals to to many people, I think. Yeah, it depends who is listening, of course. Sure. If, if 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 you are someone who never sang hymns, then probably organ demonstrations with different kind of music would work better. All right, guys, this was with us. And Usha. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. It has hundreds of courses, coaching, and practice materials for every area of organ playing, thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music and much, much more. Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs. Find out more at patreon.com slash secrets of organ playing.